2: All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 146. Today is July 15th, 2021 years after zero. So the Yankees get uh, the Yankees get.
0: I'm tell that's how it works.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the Yankees have got their what a bad uh, game. That was terrible. Their game has been canceled due to COVID. We will get into that in a second. But I I kind of tease this a little bit. My take on the Joey Gallo stuff before the podcast I usually make clips out of stuff on the like that are, come from the podcast but i recorded record something impromptu because i wanted to get my take out there and a nice
1: little humble brag on yourself there
2: no but the gallo rumors have been happening they've been out and about so initially it was reported that joel sherman said that uh the yankees were interested in but then pa- jeff passan said that we are in talks with acquiring joey gallo so I think that'd be a good thing to talk about at the top of the show here. Uh, you guys kind of know my take, so I, I, let me let me at least defend my take at first because I only gave you guys a little bit of a snippet of 30 seconds worth of what my uh, my thoughts were immediately when it was happening about, my, about Joey Gallo. So obviously, like I said, I think it's going to be more of the same. We definitely don't need Joey Gallo. He's exactly what this team does and why we are the way we are and why we are a bad team. Uh, Home runner bust is not something that we need more of. Obviously, you know, Joey Gallo is a good player in every other sense of the word. He's a great defender. He's a big fucking dude. He's a lefty, which is one of the pieces. Like, if we could take Stanton and make him a lefty, that makes him immediately better and makes that trade a little bit, like, not as bad. So that's a good thing going for him. And, you know, he leads the league in walks. His his Sabre metrics, if you look at Baseball Savant, Jump off the page. He obviously strikes out a lot, which this team has a lot of. But I almost said I want Gallo just because I want the Yankees to make a move. And I've been saying that on this show for a while now. I've been saying, just prove to me. Just prove to me that you care enough to make a move. That's what it is to me. Because obviously it would make more sense to get you know a pitcher... Uh, I don't think we're going to get Trevor story, but you know, getting a Trevor story or something like other, other areas of need than getting another guy who strikes out a bunch and hits a ton of home runs. I think at this point, I'm so in the, I don't give a fuck mindset that just like, give me something. And I made the reference to being addicted to drugs. And I was saying, because it's just like, it would feel good for a fucking second to get Joey Gallo. And then obviously at the end of the year, we would look at it and be like wow this is just a, just a dumb signing why did we do that what it just it's like that meme when Cashman was like going for pitching and it's like the guy sweating when he choosing between two buttons like yeah. go for pitching or go for more home runs and he's like i don't know what to do and then his eyes are crossed whatever the fuck that's kind of my mentality i don't know where you guys stand with it especially now that this Gallo stuff has started to catch a little bit of uh, a little fire since i've talked about it
1: did you yeah, yeah, you put it into um into the world. That's what's happening. Since you talked, then it became real. But
2: that's kind uh, of been the way this whole year has been. I mean, I, I kind I of I kind of put spoke into existence the Darren O'Day. Not, not kind of, I did, you did. early on. Kluber, we spoke into existence.
1: But my, this is my the next one is, as long as that's not the only move, I love it. I mean, the dude's got nine twenty three OPS, he's a one fifty three OPS plus, and he's got a four war. Nobody else on the team outside of, like, Judge is doing stuff like that. He plays. He's won a gold glove in the outfield. Who do we have in the outfield that is actually reliable other than Judge? You're going to tell me that Brett Gardner, our only left-handed hitter outside of fucking uh, uh, Odor. Sorry, I forgot his fucking name because he plays that little. He is a great height man, though. But, I mean, come on. Like, you get a gold glove outfielder that hits from the left side. What else could you want?
2: To be fair, he won the gold glove over Clint. (laughs) Yeah, but so, he's still
0: a plus healer though, regardless. No, he's, he's he's
2: actually he actually deserved to win that Gold Glove. I'm just saying just, he went against Clint, which is but I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I the worst think, defender in the MLB. But yeah, he's but, also
1: he's been up there in Gold Glove. I think he might have won too, actually. But could've. he's been up there every year that he's been up there. Like I and he he gets on base. It's not just strikeout or home run. He gets on base. I think he's in the mid 300s, almost a 400 on base. Like nobody else on the team's fucking doing that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, he strikes out a lot. And yes, every time he strikes out, it's going to be a spotlight on it because that's what the team already does. But he brings a whole new dynamic to the game by drawing walks, by giving us a left handed bat to take advantage of it. Not that he needs it because he hits the ball seven hundred fucking feet, but his normal flyout could be a home run there.
2: Yeah. And like, here's one saying. thing too. And I am the poster boy for not wanting a player like this. That's been my like my, my mantra has been I want to hit the bone small ball, all that stuff. But when you've got a guy like Joey Gallo who's potentially he's what is he, twenty seven? Yeah, he's still I don't really, know he's still really young. But you were saying the walks thing You still have that three was years that of was, was him control too. Yeah. That was him on, and I think he has a team friendly deal, if I'm not mistaken. Damien, want to yeah, look I mean, up his he, contract? No, he
1: hasn't even, he hasn't even hit a uh, contract yet. So it'd be Army a perfect
2: leader. move. That's why I think no, it, it would he, take he probably. Million this year. Yeah, it would take probably a lot in terms of prospects to give up because his contract is so friendly and, and he has the control. 6 mill this year. Exactly. So, but you mentioned the walks, and so I think it's something easy. interesting to note that he has that high of a walk numbers on a team like Texas that doesn't have a lot of people helping him out like the, he's, he's not he's they could p- easily pitch around him because he doesn't have much people protecting him in the lineup then you take him and you sandwich him since he's a lefty in between guys like Judge and Stanton now you have I mean that is quite possibly the scariest three batters maybe ever to play the game because we were talking about that with Gary Gary still in that conversation Voight still in that conversation but like isolated those three players i have i don't think there are three bigger power hitters that have ever hit back to back to back to back that was almost like the conversation we were going to have if we got you know bryce harper that when we talked about that way back in the day how crazy it would be to have that lefty power bat elite hitter sandwich in between judge and Sen. and they they have been toying with the whole thing of like you know Putting Stanton and Judge back-to-back hasn't really been the everyday thing. This could be the, the bona fide everyday two, three, four in the lineup. DJ, I mean, we forgot about DJ, too. So those four in a lineup yeah, DJ- are going to be... That, that's why I think it would be so crazy. Is because here's the thing. We are talking... And I, I've seen other other people say that, you know, Joey Gallo, his four-war... I, I, I I'm all set on getting the team from 86 wins to 88 wins, assuming that he'll have two war for the remainder of the way, whatever the fuck it is. And that doesn't really no, he's sit well. This year. I get it. I'm just, okay. So 84 to 88 is the person on Twitter said that, but I'm just saying that's not, that's not the way I'm looking there. at it. That's not the way, the way I'm looking at it is the lineup construction, which we've had multiple different lineups throughout the entire, the last two, three years. We have f- one through four absolutely set in stone. It would be DJ, Judge, Gallo, Stanton, and then figure the fucking rest out after that, Voight, whatever. I don't care, but at least we have those ones. And in a wild card game, in a playoff series, those four are going to put up runs, something that we haven't been able to do, and you can't pitch around them because what are you going to pitch around Joey Gallo? You have Stanton up next. Like, it, it, that would be absolutely insane. Yeah. My only question to you guys is,
1: What sells me real quick, before you go on to your question, what sells me even more is that it's not an automatic double play. Like when you have Stanton following judge and Stanton hits the ball on the ground. Yeah. He hits the absolute shit out of the ball, but he doesn't even run like Joey Gallo is in the second half of sprint speed. No, he's not fast. He's not a fucking burner, but he's like in the 54th percentile. So he's better than average, not by much, but he's better than average. He's not a guaranteed double play when he hits the ball on the ground. I love that. If you're going to be a power hitter in the middle of a lineup, don't be an automatic double play. That's, I mean, I feel Great. like that's a pretty reasonable ask. I, now I, proceed with your question.
2: I, well, my Go question forward. to you guys was, I, I'm not the biggest watcher of Joey Gallo every single day. So I am asking as a, as a person who doesn't know a lot about his injury history, does he have injury history? Or what's the deal with that? Because that's, that, that's a big no-no to me. All right, so here, obviously. But
1: post-injury, he's been lights out. So I think if I remember correctly, and if you're looking up, Damon, you can fact-check me, but if I remember correctly, he started off his career, was kind of meh, good, kind of hanging out, then he got hurt, and then he came back, struggled for a minute, and then he's been one of the best players in the American his, League.
0: His only, his only year where he was hurt was 2019. He had, you know, 2015, 2016, he, he entered the league. He was 21, 22 years old. He was probably just breaking through, getting a couple of bats each game. And then 2017, 2018 is when he really started to play. He played 145 and 148 games sequentially. And then 2019, he only played 70 games, which I, I'm assuming he got uh, some injuries happening that year. 2020, he only played... 57 games, but obviously it was a COVID year. And I mean, yes, you, this awesome. year, he's played pretty much every single game. He's played 84 games, so I guess that, that kind of answers the questions where he has not had too many injuries so far. He's entering probably the prime of his year, prime of his career right now. And I think that I, I'm somebody who was pretty out on Joey Gallo in the beginning of the conversations because I too was like, oh, I don't want to fucking lefty bat who's going to strike out all the time but then when you really start to look into it a little bit more you kind of realize that one let's let's just take a look at his hitting stats so far this year i mean his batting average right now would be the fifth fifth best on the yankees right now every starting player who's ever ever started so he'd have the fifth best uh batting average in the team what interesting stat and he would have the most RBIs and the most home runs on the team if he entered the Yankees right now.
1: Dude, he hit 11 home runs in the 12 games leading up to the All-Star break.
0: Yep, so he's got...
1: Imagine what he could fucking do with 314 in right field. Yep,
0: that so,
2: too, I didn't even think about that. Oh, I did think about that, but I didn't mention that.
0: So so Aaron, a Aaron Judge has leads the, the Yankees with 47 RBIs and 21 home runs. Joey Gal this year has twenty four, I think. Yeah, he has twenty four home runs and um, uh, fifty two RBIs. So first of all, he's an elite hitter, and he'd probably be the best hitter on this Yankees team right now. Which is saying not saying a lot, but it's saying that we're not just getting another guy; we're getting someone who's probably going to be the best hitter on the Yankees team right now. Well, so,
2: you you are comparing it to a, a struggling team, so I, I, wait, wait, but, but I just I just half, said though, yeah. T- yeah, he could he could he would have been for the first half.
0: But and I'm he, saying he has, like everyone's the,
2: the firepower to be that in the second half is what well. I'm
0: saying. Everyone's like bitching about how we're getting our lefty bats, going to strike out all the time. He would be the best hitter on our team right now if he if he entered, if he got on the Yankees. What's his? He's uh, also never lived up Yankees. to his
1: potential. Like it's a 240 this is hitter him. career,
0: uh, career. 15, no 15. career. He's a 213, but this year is batting 240. See, I mean, he's that, never this, lived he's... up to
1: his potential, though. That's the thing: is he was like the third prospect in baseball. He was supposed to be a 270 two seventy, two eighty hitter. Like you have to believe he's still twenty seven. He's entering his prime. That's still got to be in the tank somewhere. And if you're moving to a new place that's a more hitter friendly ballpark, like you have to believe that there's a little bit left. To...
0: Yeah. And then well, on top of like, everything like else... he's
1: not going to go down. He can only get better.
0: Yeah. Moving there. And then on top of everything else, he will be our second best outfielder. Yeah. That's the biggest no, thing to our, me. He would
1: be our best outfielder,
2: by now. Nah, far. you think he's better than he's Judge? A
1: better, he's a better fielder than Judge. I damn agree to disagree
2: there. Either way, he well,
1: would he, be... He's he'd not be scared a, to play either. Like, all right, Judge, whatever. You, yeah, I don't really care. It's 1A, 1B. I mean, that's a huge thing to care about. He, he would be, outfield's fucking terrible. You want him or Miguel Anderhard? No, that's not what I'm saying. Not, not I'm not saying, not saying not if,
2: who, I don't care who's
0: better out of the two. We're getting they They are the top two. I don't give a fuck. He he else. would be the, the second best. He'd be the top two outfielder on our team without any doubt in my mind. And he would be an everyday outfielder that we could count on defensively. And this year so far, he would essentially be the best hitter statistically on our team. Which again is not saying a ton, but entering a a, a struggling Yankees team, he'd be the best hitter. That's yeah. just that's just a fact.
2: I'm just looking at it from the perspective of matchups in the playoffs. If we inevitably do make the playoffs, and just, dude, I I want to get back to to being that that scary team. He's definitely a step in the right direction. I think we we said at the top that I don't want it to be the only move, and I think it's not going to be. I think can't be. I think honestly, this this break has been good because I've I've had time to. Gather my thoughts, and I'm quite sure the people in the front office have also had time to assess the front first half of this year and realize that we really aren't that far out of the playoffs. I think we're still, what is it, three and a half out of the second wild card. That can change in a fucking week. We've seen that. We could be in the wild card. I mean, the, the athletics could go fucking cold. Other teams that we're fucking in the race against is the Mariners, the angels like indians we know those teams aren't as good as we are hopefully we turn it around and maybe that maybe making these moves i even said before making moves just to make moves would be stupid and be bad for our future but i on the on the one hand if we do make a move like this and we shake up the lineup like that and you get new fresh blood in the lineup like m- maybe that's what we need to just be like yo the upper management believes in us to go out and buy. Maybe that's something that turns us around because not everybody doesn't just buy. You only buy just when you you believe in the team that they can win. So maybe that helps a little yeah. bit too. And just the new blood. And that could be it. I mean, if, if we get Gallo and some other pieces, I mean, we are the Yankees after all. Why not fucking go after it and make the fully functional Death Star just happen right now? I think that's enough... Gallo talk because it's I all here actually, saying until then. You have another trade you want to talk about?
1: I have a trade that kind of a hypothetical, you know, if you wanted to switch something up and you really wanted to go out and we've talked about trading labor, <clears throat> the Cubs are sellers. They've lost 11 straight games, heading into the all-star break. I think selling him, I think I may have talked about this before, but I think selling him to the Cubs to get like a Hendricks and either a Chris Bryan or an Anthony Rizzo, Makes so much sense. They developed him. If there's one team in the league that's going to buy low on him, like say what you want, I still think he's going to bounce back and be a successful major leaguer. But if there's one team that's going to buy low on him, it's got to be the Cubs, right? And they have pieces you need. You need a starting pitcher. And Kyle Hendricks, his advanced stats don't show it because, but they have in his whole career. And he's done it in the postseason. He's got 3 1 2 ERA in the postseason. He threw. Damn near a shutout against the Indians. Guess what? We face the Indians almost every postseason in the World Series. That's true. So he's done it in the postseason. He's done it in the World Series. And if you have to give up a Glaber, that's fine. Go out and make another move. We said we need another move anyway. Go out and either get a story or package it to bring back Chris Bryant, and then you can slide Chris Bryant into third, move Geo to short. There's so many ways to work that. I think it just makes too much
2: sense. I'm game. I mean. We definitely need a pitcher, so that's that's obvious. Um, the only you're talking about Hendricks, this, right? Yeah. The only uh, knock he, on this
1: scenario is that Chris Bryant, if you were to go that route, is a right-handed hitter, but he's a completely different right-handed hitter than what we have.
2: So. I've, I've, I've now that the Cubs have become sellers, and before we recorded this, Jock Peterson was just sent. So hopefully, this trade deadline gets exciting. And honestly, Yankees, if you're listening, if anybody in the Yankees organization that has any say whatsoever, just fucking make a move. Do it now. Don't wait to the fucking deadline because everybody knows, like, once you're at the deadline and, it, like, your back's against the wall, everybody knows you're you're desperate so you're, you're going to have to pay extra. We're going to have to pay extra anyway because we're the Yankees and we look like shit. So we, we do look desperate. But the longer you wait, I feel like the worse it's going to get for us in terms of the price we have to pay. And it's obvious we need to fucking get something. So why are we waiting? Yeah. I want something. Jock Peterson just went. So the, the, the ice has been broken. Make a move right fucking now do it i want to wake up tomorrow and have joey gallo on the team or have somebody on the team that isn't just a tim LeCastro like move make a big splash right now and then find some other things to fall into place get the fans excited too because that's another big part of it get too the team
0: excited as get well. the
2: team excited i said like bringing in new blood could and having the ownership care about you and and show that they that they believe in you but like I don't even. I was gonna go to the game tonight if if it wasn't COVIDed out or whoever you want to call it. But I almost didn't want to because it's just not exciting. This team has been dead for the longest time. Every fan is gonna. They haven't even sold out a fucking crowd aside from that. That no, mess. So, I don't out. even think they sold that out, and that was on no. the Fourth of July too. But just like get the fans hours. back into it too. Make a, make a move right now. I don't know
0: why they're waiting. The um, Did you guys see? Um hear chris bryant's mic'd up when he at the all-star game
1: i love chris bryant he's one of my favorite he probably is my favorite player in the game that's not a yankee
0: but did you did you hear well first of all mine is trey turner first of all i think the interesting thing about chris bryant was that for those of you who have not been keeping up with the cubs and i haven't either but i recently learned when he was playing the all-star game that he's been playing like every position nowadays like he plays third base short he's been playing every outfield position and the cubs have been just been kind of like throwing him around everywhere, which is a huge value um, Did you hear that question probably... that he was That's asked what by gonna... Joe Buck? Well, he was like, like, I hate how these do you fucking old heads in media? And he was like, how do, do you, questions. how do you stay focused when your team sucks or something like He's that? He's in the
2: all-star game enjoying his damn self, just having a blast, mic'd up, probably supposed to talk about like, hey, how's it been? Like every, everybody was asked another question. Like, oh, what's it like being next to Shohei Otani? Like, Stop yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. sucking his dick. He's cool, whatever. But every fucking time they asked the question and Joe Buck is notoriously the worst at the all-star game. We saw I, I put that video out there about Jeter telling him to basically to go kick rocks in the locker room. But that question that he was asked, he went up to him. He was like, not went up to him, but while he was mic'd up, I'm sure he was assuming, like, hey, how was the All Star game? Are you enjoying your time? How's Denver? What are you doing after this? Those fun questions just to fill the void. He was like, hey, uh, by the way, how does it, how's it feel? Being on a team that has lost 11 straight has now become, yeah. com- has announced that they are sellers and you probably may not end up on, in Chicago by the end of the year, you may be in a different uniform. Yeah. I was like, what, why is that what you do right now? Why and is that? We, the, the, the man, send him a fucking DM if you bro, want answer man, to answer that question. But don't what, fucking you know ask what, him though? on national television why he hates lose. Like, it's just the most obvious, almost rhetorical question. Like, hey, how's it, how's it feel being on a shitty team?
0: Dude, it's not, it wasn't even an interview. He was playing the outfield. He was in the middle of the yeah. game. You well, know just ask him, like, hey, hey, what do this you see why, out there?
1: This is why I want him in New York. Because look at how he handled he that. He deflected question. it well, yeah. Well, no, he didn't just deflect it. He was like, I'm proud to wear the Cubs on my chest. How the fuck are you still proud to do that? They fucking booed you out of town. Say that. How, I mean, they
0: what, they what blew, else are you going to say, Chandler? Well,
1: I know. I'm just saying he handled it well for being on the spot. Like, look at him and his track record and everything. They treat him like shit. They manipulated his service time he won an mvp they boo him off the field when he's fucking hurt they hate him they treat him like shit now they love him again because he's good again and everything like that like like you know what hats off to you if you can come out there and actually say that you're genuinely proud to wear the cubs logo on your chest after how they've treated you then fucking good for you you should be a yankee
0: yeah i don't know i'd be interested to see where he goes i think that that that'll be a big splash I think yeah, he'll, be big, he'll be a good, big, big, big trade piece. I like him. Oh, I like. I like have, the versatility. I like. I'm always. A, that's that's field. a huge part. I think that's he's like
1: his favorite position is center field.
0: Yeah, like a guy, a guy like that. Um, just similar plays, to like a
2: Marte, play a bunch he plays of, well. Play a
0: bunch of he plays well in this like Yankees fucking shit show of a analytical driven lineup that we produce every day. It's like who's going to play where, and he's a guy that can kind of like. Here's a guy. Here's a guy that can just kind of, like, come out and just play anywhere, and that's huge.
2: So while we're talking about a bunch of different free agents, I figure it's a good time to do my little would-you-rather segment. So I'm going to come at you hot with a bunch of different just, like, either-ors, and you're going to answer lightning fast. Which one would you rather?
1: Everything about me is lightning fast.
2: So I don't know (laughs) who wants to do this. Why don't I – i start with Chandler because you apparently are lightning fast, so let's put that to the test here. So, Chandler, I'm going to come at you with a bunch right now. Okay. Just say who you like.
1: Yep. I, I was able to sniff that one out. Yeah. <laughs> you told me before.
2: So, would you prefer Gallo or Bryant?
1: Mm, Gallo.
2: Bryant or Starlin Marte? Starlin Marte. Starlin Marte or Catel Marte?
1: Catel Marte.
2: Brian or Cattell Marte? Cattell Marte. Okay. Reynolds or Adam Frazier? Reynolds. Reynolds or Cattell Marte? Reynolds. Wow, really?
1: Mm-hmm. So, well, wait, have, you, have you, have you said Cattell over my...
2: everybody else until that?
1: I took, so I was looking up or Reynolds today because I've seen all kinds of shit about him. I was like, okay, there's no fucking way a Pirates player is that good. Like, <laughs> I, was look, I was looking Just him up. This can't dude. happen. He is fucking awesome. He's a switch hitter he's twenty six he's under con- team control for three or four more years. He's got a, almost one sixty ops plus He's a center fielder. he's fast. He's literally everything the Yankees are lacking. He's just not a sexy name. If he played for a bigger market and he had played longer or if it, either or or the combination of both, he would be the most coveted piece of the deadline. I don't even think they'll move him and I don't think the Yankees that was my move, question I think, to you. I think it would cost too much. He yeah. is a true cornerstone to turn that team around. And he's still young so enough to do it.
2: Why would they trade him?
1: They won't. They might, but it's going to cost a fucking arm and a leg.
2: Okay, so, uh, have, so basically, my question to you before was like you said you said, could Marte over everybody else, basically.
1: Yeah, I don't think we're going to get Cattell, but Cattell just because he's young. No, but
2: I I'm think just think saying that that shows how, so how much you Reynolds want Reynolds. Too, Reynolds or Bryant?
1: Uh, Reynolds.
2: Reynolds or Gallo? Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. How about Gibson or Barrios? Barrios. Barrios or Hendricks?
1: Mm, Hendricks.
2: Hendricks or Gibson? Hendricks. So what we've sniffed out here is that you want Hendricks and you want Brian Reynolds. Those are the two moves you want if you could do anything. I think those are two entirely, maybe not so much the Reynolds part, but uh, I think Gibson and and any of those other names Hendrick. that I kind of said I couldn't, it could be in the cards for Hendrix. I eggs.
1: want solely because our window with this core isn't going to be like it is forever. If you're, if you're really and truly, if you're the management and you can sit down and look yourself in the eye and say, this is the core that's going to take you to the World Series, you go out and you get a guy that can do it. Like, and he's proven to do it. Like, Barrios has never done it on the big stage. Gibson's never done it on the big stage. Hendricks has done it, and against a common opponent. Like, I want that, and I like his game to play for Yankee Stadium. He's got a 47% ground ball percentage. Hey, guess what? Yankee Stadium gives up a lot of home runs. If you leave the ball on the ground, that's a good thing.
2: I like that he, so. he kind of... Just, like, places the ball. He doesn't blow it by you. I think he throws, like, like 88 miles per hour, but he just fucking places it, and that's just his game, and I kind of love that. I love it
1: because he's just always in, like, the bottom tier of all expected. Like, if you look at his baseball savant, it's all, like, as blue as blue gets. (laughs) And then he's always good. So, I don't know. Like, if that was a one- or two-year trend, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this guy's just due to blow up. But it's every year, and he just does great. So... I'm sold.
2: Isn't that, that kind of what Kyle Gibson is, too?
1: I honestly haven't looked that much into Kyle Gibson. I just I know, know it Hendrix And I know Hendrix has been floated around for the Yankees for like three years now. And obviously, they like him. And obviously, somebody sees something outside of just me. So go fucking do it. If you're gonna keep floating it around, now's the time. Go fucking do it and bring him here. I'd rather him than Before Barrios. For sure,
2: I don't really want Barrios. Barrios has been that guy that he's just a big name, and I feel like Hendrix is it will Hendricks will go out and just get it done for you. Barrios is it would be a big splash name wise, and then he it, it just says he just to me yeah, seems like one that just, w- is more inclined to not pan out. But like the Yankees,
0: like, yeah, we tried because everybody's
1: yeah. gonna expect more than what he is. Bless
0: you. Yeah. Kyle gives Kyle Gives not him throw sneeze. hard.
1: Well, I was just trying to be nice. So Thank you.
2: I want to so. bring back Tanaka to be honest. I don't know how that <laughs> I don't know how that I don't know <laughs> how that works what can with we the contract. Send
1: to the Golden Eagles?
2: Yeah, I don't know how that works with the contract, how they can just send get out of that big. over there. He's on the sun. Yeah,
1: you no, know, that's what I'm saying. Get him off the sun and send him to the fucking Japan league.
2: Who did we take off the sun last week? Sessa. Or, Sessa came off the sun and we sent yeah, up. Who did we send up?
1: Justin Wilson.
2: Yeah, Justin Wilson. Do he we have a, do, Are we? Let's let's reassess this. So, Sun Watch currently on the Sun burning up is Ford, krisky Se, not Sessa. Mike Ford. Mike, I said Ford, and oh. we just put up Wilson. Wilson is Peralta. Wandy. Yeah, right, Wandy's also up there. Are we? That's there's, there's four up there right now. So it you know
1: would be a fun little thing we should do one day, like next week or something. We should do a anti all star draft.
0: Like, <laughs> like around the league?
1: Should, yeah, everybody should come up with their worst.
0: Didn't Yankees we think about Yankees doing
2: like a all time? We thought about doing an all time worst Yankees draft would be yeah. a lot of fun. I think an anti all star draft would be a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, if this COVID shit lasts, we don't have anything to talk about on Monday. I'm just saying.
2: Speaking of the COVID shit, so Judge has COVID. So I picture, obviously, he got it in in uh, the all-star game. So the all-star game has a representative from every single team. This has potential in my mind to, I I don't really think this is true. I I think, you know, we beat COVID, whatever I'm vaccinated. A lot of people are vaccinated. Um, I think this would be funny if, since there was a representative from every single team that obviously everybody just returned from the all-star game from Denver. So everyone individually just went in and spread that COVID that they got. So I'm just picturing a little bit of a Pepe Silvia map where who did Judge talk to? Let's just maybe we do this off air right now and find and just make that little bit of a crime scene map. Just like, OK, we saw Judge talking to Kyle Gibson on camera. That means the Texas Rangers are going to have their game. Sus- they're going to suspend their game tomorrow. And I know he was definitely talking to Vladdy at one point and they're not going to play their game. It's just like it's going right. to happen. Unfortunately. it well, could spiral put, out of control. They but I don't a really...
1: couple other people in COVID protocol that he, like, talked to, talked to, so...
2: At least now we know that Nestor Cortez and Judge are boys. Dude, first first guy see. off the plane, he was tapping up Nestor Cortez, because Nestor Cortez has, has... Who else is on the COVID IL? Weisiga. Well, um, Higgy. Uh, Geo. Higgy. So now we know Judge is boys. Because none of those guys... I mean, did Garrett Cole get it? No. I hope not, because he was in... On the uh, flight, prop, I'm assuming. I mean, you saw the commercial where Judge man, was talking, was, ta- was doing mad libs with Judge. So I think he would have gotten it in the car there.
1: Dude, I want Nestor Cortez to come on the show so bad. I do but too. In-
0: I know the, the interesting thing about Higgy is that Sanchez could potentially catch Cole his next start. So,
2: you know, I mean, if the game tomorrow. Hopefully that happens. And also, wh- I mean, for
0: would Cole, for be Cole be the pitcher tomorrow? That's what I'm asking. Like, no. why? Why isn't Cole pitching?
1: So let me actually. I'm, it's been six days. Because I said something about that on Twitter, and everybody was so fucking butthurt. They're like, Give "Oh my rest. god, he threw 130 pitches!" Like, hey, dickheads, it's normal rest for him, and he's the fucking 324 million dollar pitcher. Why would you not want to come out? It's
2: been six these... days, dude.
1: Yeah, why would you not? Well, now come for out sure, now? I don't.
2: I don't know why not start him tomorrow,
1: dude. It's the second half. Like your season's on the line right now. Whether you want to admit it or not, this next stretch of 15 games. Defines like what your team looks like going forward. If yeah. you shit the bed here, you're sellers. Like, why would you not want to come out with a bang and put out the guy who just slapped his fucking testicles on the Astros <laughs> forehead?
0: Well, like, we we just we just came off of the worst loss of the season. Entering the All Star break, we're again, starting momentum right back up. We're starting the second half of the season against our division rival. Who, dude, can you stop throwing up? Yeah, it's really. Out. I'm ready to, to throw down. if they want me to. We're gonna break the TV
2: for the audio only folks. Check out the YouTube. Please don't. So you can see TV. what I'm doing. Teaser. So cool. well, we we, we, need a, we
0: need to fucking start the season off the second half of the season off with a bang and we need him to come out and set the momentum. Like bang. why not
2: fucking start him? I don't get it. Wish I had a bang sound. Is that uh the gripe alert button is gone? Yeah, what? I have to I have to put it back. I just we we uploaded it. We re I uploaded over it with the uh the trivia sound. That's fucked up. I'm going to put it back on there. But uh I agree. I think Now, especially now that today's game was canceled and we at least don't have to see Domingo Herman give up seven through three innings. Why not? Why not just pick up the momentum where we left it off? We left it off poorly, but start off the second half of the season off with a bang. And that's that. I hope we don't have a, a, I don't know if they announce when that game is going to be made up. I hope it's not a seven inning doubleheader, but it's probably going to be that on Saturday or something. So expect that. Um,
0: well, actually, I don't know because that. they do put the Red Sox a fuck ton this month. So they could... No, it'll probably be it on there. Saturday,
2: doubleheader. So... Eight
1: times in the next two weeks.
2: Yeah. So on top of that, just, just to round out that um, COVID conversation, the COVID pushed them to... Well, they called up Ambergy before the COVID was announced. I think he just got called up because... I don't think he was called up because of the judge thing. I think he was just called up. So I think Ambergie will be on the roster... After this, but I think Park was called up because of if the game were to happen today, he would have been on the team for tonight and then just like kind of like a taxi squad, what they used to do for COVID last season. Yeah, probably for, he probably uh, was going to get, get sent down once the COVID people, the people who were on COVID were, it was probably for Geo. Yeah. So once Gio inevitably came back off of COVID, the COVID list, he would probably be sent down. So maybe Park may not even get a chance to play. If Gio is okay by tomorrow, I don't know how you know. I don't know how serious it is if they're going to be out for the two weeks that it used to be or whatever it may be. But I think that's why Park was called up, obviously. So if all the guys are back, he's going to be not really seeing some time. But I do think Ambergy was called up for for reasons other than COVID. I think he was called up on his own because we don't have merit. The outfield. No, I'm I'm excited for that too. He had a, uh, I think. He had a 312 batting average this year, and he's been he's been oh great God. in AAA.
1: Oh, he's been good. That's what I'm saying. And not that we don't have an outfield because of COVID, because we have Brett Gardner starting every day and Tim LaCastro and...
2: Yeah. what well, were? are uh, Oh, yeah. Does, does anybody have Ambergris numbers pulled
0: up? Uh, Yeah. He... Because um, I know they were good, but... He was batting 312. So his slash line is 312, 379, 582... With seven home runs and thirty five RBIs.
2: So it's a nine hundred something, it's like a nine hundred sixty OPS around there. Just quick quick math for you. Ish. But uh in other news and in, in terms of call ups, team we were playing right now, they called up Jaron Duran. Uh Jaron Duran look he's one of their top prospects and he is an outfielder. Looks absolutely yoked. Chandler, did you have his stats pulled up for the minors you this year?
1: Career this year?
2: Both. If you have this
1: year, he's hitting 270, 15 bombs. Jesus Christ. 32 RBIs, 12 stolen bases, 926 OPS. And then for his career in the minors, he's got 312. No fucking way. He only has 23 home runs and 15 of them are this year. But sorry, the cat's freaking out. But either way, it's pretty damn good. And he's yoked. I've heard he He was a fucking stud for a long time.
2: Damon oh, was yeah. saying before we got on the air, he does look like that classic Boston guy. He's
0: Such a just Boston from that picture, I, I hate don't, that.
2: I don't have it pulled up right now, but everybody has probably seen the picture. The like, Carabas was creaming his pants. That it was Jaron Duran season, and I, I'm interested to see what this kid's made of. He does look exactly like that. I mean, he's got the he's got
0: the flow. He's got like the, the the sleeve tattoo on one arm. It's I just... thought for a second that was Derek Dietrich when yeah, I when just, I first yeah. saw it.
2: So. Congrats He's very to Dietrich Derek Dietrich like. for uh, making another team. He's just Congrats fucking... to you. Changing your name to Jaron Duran. Classic Boston guy I'm mean, going to hate for years. Speaking of people we hate, or newly hate, Clint Frazier got uh, he got married. <laughs> like that segue. So Clint Frazier, got, uh, he, he proposed to his wife. I think she said yes. Damon thought it was at a, a bar that we had been to before, but that bar shut down, so... Clint's not cool enough to know where that bar is. So secret spot, secret spot, it's not, not secret that secret at all. At all. Um, but maybe him being engaged will uh, make him not suck. Maybe oh, who knows? Maybe his his, just, his mind really... was so cluttered with the the, <laughs> the proposal that he couldn't think he about hitting a curveball. No, he couldn't see.
0: That was his problem. <laughs> he
2: couldn't see, so he couldn't see because he's blinded. Did, by you, the did blood. you actually by s- by did you
0: actually see what they said? Like actually the report. Oh, because he had just, the thing. No, no. The first they thought it was no, vertigo. They said he doesn't have vertigo. No, they said so he they first said just,
1: like had a headache.
0: They first said it was vertigo, and then they're like, "No, we don't know what it is. We're gonna go test his eyes and see what the problem is." And then that's the last we've heard. So they are trying to figure out what's wrong with his eyesight.
1: Sounds like somebody just can't fucking figure it out and need an excuse to sit. The
0: sounds like bullshit. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna regret saying love. that immediately because they're gonna come back and be like, oh, he has you know this like rare eye thing that yeah. allows him not to be able to see in depth and yeah. can't hit a curveball. Yeah, yeah, Cliff Fraser
1: is <laughs> going to lose his eyesight by age 29. I mean, and Damon like Romeo
0: just out. called him out for sucking because of yeah, it. Yeah,
1: the boys of 161st Street <laughs> hate people with <laughs> fucking colitis.
2: And, and that would be spun into gonna, the boys of yeah, 161st Street. Spit on puppies. <laughs> they hate life. Uh, oh, fun times. Boy. It's funny the progression of how, how far <laughs> well, with, with the way this podcast is spun out of control right now. Shout out to you guys if you're still listening to us 38 minutes into this podcast talking about spitting on puppies. But um, it's funny the progression of how much we loved clint Frazier and we're the biggest clint Frazier pod to i think it's just a testament to how bad he's been i still that, support the guy i still support the guy too but we've all shunned
0: him you shunned him first but yes. it's just funny to see how how across the board all of us are like yeah fuck that guy i shunned him until he hit 220 he's still hitting 220 uh, so
1: no he was under 200 also on one hand like i feel bad for him because the yankees did kind of fuck him but they, like, they
0: definitely fucked him up
1: no well on the other hand let like get over yourself and fucking do what you can with your thing. You you shouldn't, it shouldn't be that big of a fucking issue. You finally got your chance this year. Don't suck. Like,
2: so I think that's a good chance. segue from you Chandler. So there was a, we were do rounding thirds. I don't have the sound queued up, but the first rounding third was actually Ooh. about that. So why don't we get right into that? Rounding thirds. We've been doing it this way versus instead of bringing us your, our takes, we've been t- asking for your guys' takes and we're going to buy or sell those. Call you safer out, which is our version of buy or sell. If you were tuning in for the first time, that's what we do around here. So the takes that we asked for from you guys, the first one that I was saying was the Yankees are ruining Clint Frazier and that I'll take this one. And I think you already answered it Chandler. I, I was with you at first and I think they did. They did start that whole thing. Like, yeah, they ruined Clint Frazier in the beginning, but I think now at this point, he's just ruining himself. He's has he got the opportunities this year. And that's been the main thing why they were ruining Clint Frazier, so to speak. They were sending him down, doing all those things. And maybe that permanently fucked him up at the beginning. But this season they gave him the opportunities and he just didn't produce. So I think, and if you look at it from a lens of this year, I wouldn't say that the Yankees ruined Clint Frazier. I think he ruined himself, but I think maybe it had ripple effects from the beginning. of when they, when they day in and day out, ruined Clint Frazier by sending him up and down, but Maybe they were seeing what we're seeing now and him just not performing well and being Clint the worst Frazier defender Clint Frazier was ruined ever.
1: in 2019 when he got sent down on the next man up team when he was leading the team in like every batting category and they sent him. Yep, back.
0: that was, that that was the exact moment. You're right.
1: That was the death of Clint Frazier.
0: Yep.
2: I'm going to look up right now. I think his bio still says Scranton Rail Riders. That'd be such a savage move. Clint Dude, I'm
1: telling you, that was the day it happened. He was saying like it's 277. It's still Rail Riders. Is it really?
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's he following got, seven people. He knows people. what
1: he's doing, too. Like, that's not an accident. Yeah, he's
2: following seven people. He's following Judge. He's following Daniel Milligan, who follows us. Wow. That's pretty cool. I don't well, know who that guy is, cl- but he follows Maybe we
1: can get Clint on to himself. Uh, through him,
2: himself, through Daniel. We just talked so much shit about him, too, so I don't know. If Daniel's <laughs> listening to this and relays it to Clint. He's following Mike Studd, Nice Kicks, his now wife or fiance, Corey Schaefer and Austin May. Seven people. Well, if I'm on his team, if I'm like Tyler Wade, those guys are boys. Like, you don't even follow me? What the fuck is that about? I don't yeah. know. I don't Enough know. of this stupid conversation. Let's get into the rest of the rounding thirds. Um next one. Yankees will catch fire and get the number one seed. By the way, we aren't as far back as it feels like. Chandler, what do you think? Damon, what do you think? Chandler left. <laughs> what was the question? Yankees will catch fire and get the number one seed. One seed of what? Of the of the whole the whole of the division? The AL. Uh, I don't know about
0: that. Chandler's back. I, sorry, sorry. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no. Um, I've, I said it before in the last podcast, I was like, I think it's time to, you know, be realistic in terms of if we're going to make the playoffs, how we're going to make those, make the playoffs. And realistically, it's going to be a wild card spot. I think that if we're going to win the division, yeah, I think before the all-star break, we were like. We'd have to have the best second half any team's ever had, which, again, is not impossible. It's just very unlikely. So I think if we're going to make a playoff spot, it's going to be a wild card spot. And so I, I don't think that we're going to be really in the AL East. Chandler, you Truthfully, buying or selling that?
1: There's a 0% chance that we're going to be winning the AL East. Sorry.
2: Okay. Zero. Next take. Uh, Yanks make a big trade of the deadline. Come out of the gates hot. Take the six take six of eight against the Red Sox. Chandler?
1: No. As much as I would like that, I just don't see that happening.
2: Let's break that into pieces. They go out and make a big trade <laughs> at the deadline. You're buying or selling that.
1: Uh well, they play eight before the deadline, so. What? They play eight games against the Red Sox.
2: That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let's, let's break it into pieces. Do you think the Yankees will make a big trade at the deadline?
1: Oh, it just depends on the games against the Red Sox. I mean, if they
2: just say yes or no right now, no. That, that, that built in basically your assumption of how we're going to do against the Red Sox.
1: No,
2: you don't think they make a big move? No, I do. What do you think? I think mean, they have to. So I think they are also. Yeah, uh, Trey Amberge will be an All Star next year. <laughs> uh, no, so haven't even seen the guy fucking touch. The chalk in the batter's box in the majors. So you we'll know see.
1: that they're just going to let their blind loyalty give the job back to Hicks too next year because he's a switch hitter. Of course, and so dick Hicks
2: isn't that, playing baseball so. ever again. Uh, <laughs> next one, Araldis Chapman will not regain the
0: closer role. Chandler, what do you think?
1: I could that out of everyone, I could see that one the most.
0: I don't see that happening. I think if he has one more good game, they're gonna give it back. They're gonna he's gonna be a starter for rest of the year. Like well,
1: one more good know. game. It's not like he's had a
0: good one. Sorry, I meant to say one. No, no, I meant to say one. One good outing, I guess.
2: Would have been funny if he came in in the All Star game and blew that. Yeah, dude, Lord I was fully lives.
1: expecting it. Like five two, Chabot comes in, just walks the bases loaded, and gives up a fucking grand slam.
2: You know that's why they went to Hendricks instead of him. I mean, oh yeah, even Ka- that. That's just a little bit of a. A slap at at chadman like, dude, it's not only your team doesn't want to use you, but I'm not going to use you either. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not. You I'm can't not gonna use me. you in an exhibition match. Yeah, I don't even care if we win or lose this game, but I'm not going to use you. So, just enough of the bullshit. You know, this isn't the end of me posts on social media. <laughs> Other managers know it too that you kind of have been stinking. Another interesting caveat. Or wrench in this little situation with Chapman and this question is I don't think this will happen, but what if we traded for Craig Imbrell, who's having a fucking unbelievable year? I know we talked about this previously on the podcast, but Cubs are selling, they've already sold Jock Peterson off. He's going to be traded. That is if if you could trade anybody on the Cubs, I would say before Jock Peterson is even traded. My most likely person to be traded would be Craig Campbell because who couldn't, who who doesn't want a closer? Contenders all could use a closer, whether it be for their actual closer or for another setup guy or somebody in the bullpen. That's the most obvious person that gets dealt to the deadline over Chris Bryant, over Javi Baez, over any of these other guys. Rizzo, I think he would be the first to go, I would have guessed, and I still think he would be the next to go. Um, yeah, and I, I I think it'd be interesting. I don't I don't think necessarily. I wouldn't expect the Yankees to go after him, but I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun that he was a prior Red Sox, and I think it wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if we got Craig Kimbrel because he's having such a crazy year and he's been there. He's done that in the playoffs. He's one of the best closers of all time.
0: I mean, any any good any additional pitching? Fun. Who any additional pitching is helpful. Like, yeah, I, I will never say no additional $15 pitch.
1: million. Dollars. He's not going to be.
0: Well, I'm yeah. just saying, what if
2: Chapman was in that deal? I don't know. That wouldn't make sense. But I'm just saying that'd be yeah. fun. Sevy comes back hot. That's from Jack Corey 12. I forgot about Sevi to be honest.
1: 100% buy. I love Sevi.
2: Yeah, he's come back with a vengeance. He's so cool. Jack, Jack Curry went off with these with these questions. He had a bunch. That was those first two were also <laughs> him. <laughs> the, those first two were also him, but he had two more that I that I picked. Tim <laughs> Tim LeCastro will win the starting left field role. I'm selling that f- <laughs> faster than anything.
1: You know what? If they don't make a move, if the Yankees are sellers, Tim LeCastro will start the majority of the games in left field going down the stretch.
0: If the Yankees get a big pitcher and then they they like you know, they sell not sell, but they get rid of top prospects for a pitcher, then I think LeCastro is gonna be a the starting left fielder.
2: There's big Timmy, it's your fucking outfield now.
0: Yeah, like hey, we got no we got nothing else to trade field away. Of the Dreams game, Tim
2: Le Castro's out in left field picking corn. Sure. I forgot about the field. And, of unless games, unless honest. Clint
0: Frazier figures out how to see again. Clint then, Frazier
2: is not gonna be on this team.
0: But if he figures out how to see the ball, then maybe I think he'll Clint play. Frazier will be dealt at the deadline. I disagree. I
2: think he has no value whatsoever, exactly, but I think he's going to be. What? I don't really give a fuck anymore. It's going
0: to be like semi-pro. Where they not, that's not even a loyalty like, thing. I just don't machine. think that they've any value. I don't think he has value any value either. either,
2: but I don't think he. It's always been a thing like, oh, why trade him now when he has such low value? It's at the point where I don't think his value will ever come up. So it's like trade him now before it continues to go down. Disagree. You know. Agree to disagree.
1: He mean. He's I gave no up on him. He is literally, I'm telling you, if there's ever a model to look at what you can get for Clint Frazier, watch the movie Semi-Pro. He is Ed Monix. You'll get a washing <laughs> machine for him. That's about it. There you go. Also, speaking of which, I kind of talked myself into the idea of letting Garrett Cole be a player, coach, owner.
2: So I'd be cool that with that, you too. May. You talked me into that as well just by saying those words. Next one from Jack Curry again. Shout out to you, Jack. We love you. <laughs> Uh, DJ alive. Lemay, who end the season hitting above three hundred. These are these these are good ones. When when we're asking for your your hot takes, these are Jack Curry Curry, whatever you want to call his his name is. This is a prime example of what we want. Realistic things that are. We did ask for hot takes, but like these are good for the buyer sales. So Chandler, do you think he, DJ will finish the season above three hundred?
1: Yes, three hundred two. Three
2: hundred two. Market check the tape. All right, I think that will do it, unless I find another good one last second here
0: for the hot takes. Good job talking You know, uh, Clinton Frazier still follows, he follows 14 people on Instagram, and one of them is Adam Adovino. I guess they were boys. How random is that?
1: Adam Adovino seems cool, I guess. It seems so
0: weird. And Derek Dietrich.
1: Although, did you see him, like, cussing out Otani the other night? Like, he, like, got him to ground out or something. He was, like, telling him to go fuck himself or something while he was walking off the field. Who was? Oh, uh, Ottavino. So uh, yeah, he was
2: cursing out Yeah, Ohtani.
1: he got he Otani got <laughs> to ground out to the second baseman. It was, like, fucking following him down the first baseline, just dog cussing. It was like, what are you
2: doing? Just so man? funny because <laughs>
0: like, Otani probably didn't even fucking realize back. what he was saying. Otani's yeah, so no. innocent. It's so funny. I, I,
2: I saw something really funny about Otani. It was like the broadcasters talking about how you could be potentially the second coming of Babe Ruth and saw you're that. you're better than everybody and you could be better than Babe Ruth and are on track to be better and you're literally the face of baseball. And then it cuts to what he's doing while they're talking about all those amazing accolades and he's just like balancing a baseball on his, on his, <laughs> inner, on his inner elbow. He's just like staring at it. It was the funniest thing. It just—it's hard not to love that guy. I would—I would, I would give up the dogs. entire farm for Shohei Ohtani. I don't—they're not getting so rid of him, but I want him. him. I want him on the Yankees.
1: I've officially—you can mark it on the tape as of July fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. I officially unhate Shohei Ohtani. I will. Why would you un- hate him? Because he stole Miggy's rookie of the year, and I—Miggy um. was my second favorite Yankee.
2: I think in hindsight, looking back at this
0: now, I am very okay with giving him the rookie. Of the year. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. No, he did
1: not. He did not deserve it. He did not deserve the rookie.
0: That of year, he did not. But like looking back on it now, it's like you know, you want to you want to look at this guy's career. You know, ten years down the road, having that rookie of the year to show for doesn't it doesn't matter. It's a rookie
1: cool. of the year is not a award for ten years down the road. He won it the minute he right, was right. But you're looking at a, a, a. It's not his fault. But I still am upset about it. But yeah. I have unshunned him because he's so fucking awesome and fun to
2: watch. He'll win the MVP. So So a couple last things before we log off here. Uh, Odor changed his number from eighteen to twelve. Uh I think this it's obvious what's happening here. DD's coming back. I think DD's coming back. God,
0: Welcome. Night. home my night. I would so. actually cry. That would never happen, but I'm I would cry. So if, I, I
1: if DD came back to the yankees i would quit my job tomorrow and move to new york and just sit there and just cry in my apartment i'd be so happy i love dd more than seems like a very productive
2: thing to do (laughs) um i i don't know if this means anything i don't really know why he would do that maybe if if he just here's it's it's just so weird because if he just changed it to change it like what are you why are you doing that Did, did somebody have 18 before when he joined the yankees no. no, so he just decided, like, oh, if if it, if it was for not for a move for somebody coming on, one it has to be for somebody that would want 18 and is good enough, who's better than Odor, which is a lot of people, that, you know, you would take 18, like how Cole got it from Void. It's like a respect thing. It's like, hey, you can have it. I don't really care about the number that much. Or he just fucking is like, ah, maybe if I'm number 12, I'll be better. Was he 12 in... In Texas, I'll fact check it. I have no it's just clue. so weird. I don't know why he changed the number, and if he did change the number because somebody was coming on to the team. I have a list of every number eighteen in baseball, so we could potentially <laughs> we, we could potentially be getting Matt Adams. He was number twelve. Okay, so maybe it was just a number that he that he used to wear. But my question is, why didn't he pick that to begin with? If it wasn't,
0: if it, if there, there's no way somebody have twelve before. I don't know, but there's no way he has the inside scoop to be like, "Oh, someone's coming." Wait, on the what team. number Let's...
1: was Tyler Wade?
0: He was, uh...
2: was he twelve? There's a. Did Tyler Wade get DFL? Oh, he yeah. was fourteen. He was fourteen. Yeah, he I mean, was fourteen. Was... I don't know if somebody had twelve. I'm, maybe I'm just blanking on it, but it's just—it's so weird to me. So we're gonna go operate under the assumption that uh, we're making room for somebody who ha uh, it. Where's number eighteen? And that could be Matt Adams from Colorado. Jason Castro from Houston. Don't think that's the one. Ben Gamble from Pittsburgh. Could say no to that one. Brian Goodwin. D.D. Gregorius, I think, would be a fun one. Uh, I think that's the answer. Kesson Hura, no. Carson Kelly, catcher, potential, from Arizona. That could actually maybe make a little bit of sense. Probably not going to happen. Um, Kikuchi from Seattle. That could be a good one. He's an all-star pitcher. That actually could be one. Maybe Tanaka's coming back. Wow. That could be it. I think we just figured it out. It's either Didi or Tanaka. Tanaka was 18, right? Yeah. No. Tanaka, no, Tanaka no, 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 no. Because Didi I were uh, the same team.
1: How the hell could Tanaka and Didi be 18? I just said that
2: out class. loud. No, he
0: was... What the fuck number was 19. He? 19.
2: That's, that's what it was. Kenta Ma- Kenta off. Maeda from Minnesota could also be him.
1: There's a theme here. We're getting a Japanese ace.
2: Shohei <laughs> <laughs> Or Didi, Didi Gorg. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, no. Carlos Martinez, another pitcher from St. Louis. He's obviously not coming. He's, that's a Carlos winning team. Carlos Martinez is awesome. Yeah, but he's you know what? A big We're winning team. the World
1: Series. I'm back on it. Now, this is all I need to see. The number
0: changes. Let's get these possibilities. How about everybody in the Yankees who changes their number?
2: Drew Smiley, a pitcher on the Braves, Dude, who Drew apparently Smiley still plays. That's so weird that they. Speaking of the Braves, that they got Jock Peterson. Like you just lost your star player. You're playing really bad. You're in third place in your division. It's not. No, it's not okay, happening.
1: But the East sucks. They yeah, can they could well easily
2: run it. That's true. They're I don't yeah. know without Acuna. Without they're Acuna, really I disagree. I mean,
1: their staff is awesome. They got Ian Anderson and Freed and.
2: Maybe they just wanted Jock Peterson just for like. Dude, they're, only for the they're only four games behind. They're only four
1: games
0: behind. I know, but they just lost. Acuna, like I know the ultra star player, but this ain't the year. You don't know, yeah, that. don't know that? Whatever.
1: Look at their rotation.
2: It's pretty good. Another fun very... little thing to sign off on this episode was uh the game of baseball is hot in the streets. The uh the all star game. And I, I kind of assumed this because when you look at the all star game versus the Pro Bowl versus uh the NBA All Star Game. I'm a big baseball fan, but I feel like I'm a I'm a big NFL fan as well. And the Pro Bowl, obviously, everybody fucking hates it. It's like useless. Also, because you don't want to get hurt in the Pro Bowl. So, and and football is a sport where anybody gets hurt any given game. So you don't want to hit people hard. It's it's very much a game like a you cannot hit people hard in baseball. I feel like it's hard to not try. Like you don't want to just get struck out by somebody. So. As much as the game doesn't matter, it's still people are trying because it's it's baseball. Like you're not gonna lob it in because that's stupid, and it, you're not you don't risk that much injury playing in the game. So I think that's why it's more competitive, and it's just fucking fun. But a, a cool stat that I saw was that the the game which peaked at 8.9 million viewers from nine to nine fifteen p.m. comfortably outdrew the NBA All Star Game on TNT and TBS March, which was 5.9 million versus the 8.9 as well as the most recent Pro Bowl last year which was 7.9 million baseball Sick. is not boring people like baseball so Yankees hopefully are playing tomorrow expect a double header probably Saturday I'm just assuming things I don't know anything but Yankees I hope to wake up tomorrow and have Joey Gallo on the team or Didi Gregorius on the team and I don't think I will be happy if neither of those things happen. So, yeah, that'll do it for me. That'll do it.
1: It's going to happen.
2: Thank you guys for listening. Uh, If you aren't already, subscribe to the Bronx Pinstripes YouTube page. That's where these are streamed live. They're also streamed live on Twitter, but we like the the YouTube. We're trying to build that up, so make sure you subscribe there. And if you send us a screenshot to the highlighted circle on our Instagram page about Beat the Boys, you could play us in trivia. If you haven't heard that, go check it out. It was on an episode a couple episodes ago. Uh, We played trivia against Steven G. That was a lot of fun. We're going to do those coming up. We did have a bunch of people enter, so we're going to pick who we're going to play against next, make the board. It was a lot of fun. So to enter into that the rules how to how to enter into that is in the highlights i'm going to butcher it right now but basically if you subscribe to the youtube show a screenshot of that or leave us a five-star review on itunes that also will get you entered into there send those into the google form that's in the highlighted circle and that will get you play and beat the boys with us and if you don't want to play beat the boys you just want to subscribe to the youtube and then leave us a five-star review that would be fucking sweet and uh, yeah, that will do it from us. If you want to leave us a voicemail, next episode on Tuesday will be a voicemail episode as well as regular talk. But uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, 914-469-2168. Tell us where you're from and your name, and we will put you on the show if you uh, if you say something worth putting on the show. Anyway, thank you guys and we'll see you later. Ooh, somebody go. We've been going on forever. There's no more crying on the floor. And he said it's now or never. So I let somebody, let somebody, let somebody go. But you would be on my mind. I'm different now. I gotta leave you behind.
0: And I'm driving towards the sunset. But it was something that it wasn't. It's harder than I thought it would be. Someday I hope. Did you forget me? Yeah, yeah, I'm
2: thinking this was overdue Babe, we gotta be through But someday you'll want someone who wants you Like you keep wanting me to And you won't hate that it wasn't you And I let somebody know me better I thought that I would miss you more But I wake up and I feel better Cause I let somebody, let somebody, let somebody go We've been going on forever. Crying on the floor And he said it's now or never So let somebody, let
1: somebody,
0: let somebody go Let somebody know me better I thought that I would miss
2: you more But I wake up and I feel better Cause I let somebody, let somebody, let somebody go We've been going on forever There's no more crying on the floor He said, It's now or never. So let somebody, let somebody, let somebody go. Let somebody, let somebody, let
1: somebody go. Let somebody, let somebody, let somebody go.